Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Commander Clash podcast, where the Commander Clash crew, Seth, Richard, Krim, and I all talk about Commander topics. We're not playing Commander Clash. We're not. We're not clashing about. We're just talking about Commander stuff. And today we are going to be discussing a rather controversial topic in the community, and that is uh, the place of tutors in Commander. So our tutors healthy for the format or are they unhealthy for the format or what's what's the nuances in between as well so let's kick things off first what going into this discussion um what does everybody feel about tutors in commander in general do you all think of it as a problem or any varying amount of problems or is it basically just fine um and i'll start with seth uh what do you think about tutors in commander in general <clears throat> so are tutors a problem? I don't know if I'd say that they're a problem, but I, I've i noticed my personal experience is when we first uh, started doing Commander Clash. That's when I first started building Commander decks and playing Commander. And if you look at my early Commander Clash decks, I would play as many tutors as possible. Like if I had black mana in my deck, I was playing like five or six tutors because obviously you want to be able to find your best cards. You got a hundred singleton cards. You got good cards that you want to find. So you want to play tutors. Now, maybe I play a tutor, maybe two tutors at the most. So I feel like, I don't know if I would consider them problematic in the way like something that's like Thassa's Oracle combo might be problematic and that it's like actively unhealthy for the format. I guess for me, I feel like tutors do make the format less fun and they maybe go against what I would consider to be my ideal version of commander. But I don't know if I would consider them like a problem, quote unquote, if that makes any amount of sense. I don't like them, but I don't know if I'd consider them problematic. Not inherently problematic, but like maybe it's more personal preference, right? Like what tables you want to sit at. Um, all right, sweet. Uh, Richard, what do you think about tutors in general? I think we have too many for certain colors. So black has too many tutors now. And is it a problem? I don't think so. Like nothing is like crazy broken or anything, but I think it does take away from the spirit of the format. You are playing singleton. It certainly does not feel like we're playing singleton anymore. Like, between all your tutors, between the numerous reprints of basically every single effect possible in Commander, our decks are highly consistent. Just look at how many times I cast Dowsing Dagger on Curve as a singleton non-command zone card. Without this tutoring is, it I don't think you've ever too, had a tutor. He's never a tutor that, yeah, well, I, I, Sometimes no. does. Sometimes he does. That's just deck stacking. Okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, like, take, like, Rampant Growth, right? We have so many of them now, and they keep making them. Look at tutors, like... Just over the past couple of years, we've had like Scheming Symmetry, Wishclaw Talisman. Uh, I, I don't know, like Dark Petition. Maybe that's too old now, right? But we have so many like two mana tutors in black that when I fill out my deck with like fundamental cards, I have no slots for my actual deck. Like once I put the card draw, the good card draw, the good Wraths, and the good tutors in black, like my deck is full, <laughs> right? I'm like, uh, what do I do now, right? So I, I do think... It's getting worse and it will only get more worse, right? Like I, I don't I don't think we should have this many tutors. Like I think having like a enlightened tutor is fine, but you know, you know, the next commander product, we're gonna have a a new enlightened tutor, right? And they'll just keep adding them and it's getting too much. And we keep seeing the same cards over and over again. And it's also a good point in terms of like the spirit of the format, something that I want to touch upon 
a little bit later on, but like whether or not this was like goes against what 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 Commander was first incepted like uh, thought of at the beginning. Uh, but I want to I want to hear from Krim. What what do you think about tutors in general in the format? Um, I think that they are like I mean uh, I don't like them. I, I think that just much like Seth, when I started, I had a ton of tutors and it just worked its way down to now I don't even play like one. Most because I do want it to be a singleton format. I do want to feel the variance as much as I get stuck on lands and all this other <laughs> stuff. Like I do, I do want that variance, right? Because that's that's the like the spirit of the format. And you know, Seth and everyone here seems to say that it's not problematic. But is it not problematic if it goes against the spirit of the format, right? Like I mean. If that's that's one of those things where I like and I, I view it as a maybe because, you know, like on preference, I do feel like it's a little bit problematic. And that's why cards to like opposition agent are so cool to me, because as Richard mentioned, there's like a thousand different like tutors. Right. So I think everything should just be an opposition agent now. Like every creature <laughs> should just have that ability on there. Opposition crab, opposition snail, whatever. Like but- they could have all the opposition cards. <laughs> and I think there should be tons of ways to, to prevent tutoring, to at least kind of like make people fear their their tutors. On on the <clears throat> on the spirit of the format thing. I think the problem is there's a lot of stuff in current commander that I feel like goes against the spirit of the format. Like I would argue printing cards specifically for commander, like arcane signets or even like period commander legends, like that goes against what commander was supposed to be where you're making all like the cards that don't have a home anyplace else work. So I kind of feel like we're so far down the slope of uh, like being far away from where the spirit of the format started that it's hard for me to like single out tutors as being like, Oh my God, that's, the problem when there's so much other stuff that yeah. I see in that same bucket. I'm I'm much the same. Where I feel like I feel like tutors are against the spirit, the initial spirit of the format. 100. Like there's a reason why it's a hundred card singleton and not sixty card four copies of each card allowed. Right? Like yep, there's a yep, the, yep. The, it's very obvious. Like there's no other reason why they did it other than to increase variance. Like that's the whole point of going singleton yep. and increasing your library pool uh, or the amount of cards in your library. Um, so tutors kind of work against that. They they are inherently there to decrease variance. Um, but I think also as as the format has evolved, we've kind of moved away from the initial uh, design goals of the format. I think. Like like Seth just said, uh, I I think Ar- arcane signet like the idea also of commander of playing basically a very casual format where you take cards from your collection that you can't play in constructed that are not good enough for tournament settings and you finally have a home for them. Uh, that concept I feel is slowly moving out of the general meta game of play groups because we're just bombarded with more and more staples. And the idea of pet cards are slowly not finding a home anymore. Like you can play them and you can have play groups that are playing at lower power. But what is considered lower power now is very different from what lower power was many years ago when the format first started. And I feel just like what Commander was over a decade ago is so different than what it was now. I do find a lot of tutors kind of boring. Like it does lead to very repetitive gameplay that... I just find, like, personally, if I'm playing a deck loaded with tutors, I get bored of it after, like, the third or fourth time I'm playing it. But 
is it is it necessarily worse than anything else uh in the format i i don't know i don't think so it's just it's just one of those things that is just kind of like it's there is that, it is that self-policing though tomer let's say you do have like 20 tutors in your deck you could tutor for like not the best card in your deck right like you don't have to tutor up dousing dagger every game right you could go and tutor <laughs> up i don't know i don't know what the equivalent would be right a sword of the animist right like you you could choose not to tutor up that same card you've tutored up 20 games in a row so is that the answer we're just doing it wrong i always i (laughs) I feel so bad i always hate that mentality though because like i hate it i I used i used to have a play group where somebody brought like a super powerful uh combo deck it was shroom this is really old this is 2011 when Sharoom was actually like the scare, one of the scariest things you could do, and they had like a very powerful combo deck, and they're like, uh, you know, like midway through the game, they're like, uh, you know, I could tutor up my combo, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna go easy on you guys. It's like, <laughs> screw you, buddy. If you wanted to bring a lower power deck, you play a lower power deck. If you want to play with less tutors and you want to pick uh, less good options, then play a deck without those options. There, I don't. Know. I never enjoyed. I, I that's never just enjoyed delivery, that, like, right? That's just I'm delivery from that particular person. <laughs> I'm gonna use one percent really? of my power level. Ha! That's anime villain really? status. Really? Yeah, time oh, to like take it. off the gloves. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it, go for the, it does, t- the tutor of the combo piece. <laughs> it does feel weird to play suboptimally, though. Yes. Like to to be like, oh, here's the right choice, but I'm gonna like intentionally make the wrong choice to I don't know harness the power of my deck. Or <laughs> we, something. we literally do like, that I, while deck building, though, right? We're like, I could put in these incredibly backbreaking cards, but instead, I'll put in. Magus of the wheel or you know i'll put in a bird right like we, we intentionally do that while deck building so why is it bad if we do it during feel, gameplay uh, i feel like if you put a card in your deck you you want to i don't know it feels weird for me to try to play a deck badly if that makes sense like that feels different to me than building my deck with a power restriction in mind yeah but to like intentionally play poorly uh that that just like rubs me the wrong way you're toying with your opponents or something right like you're you're disrespecting yeah Yeah. it it feel it does feel like that's that's the word it feels almost disrespectful when you're like (laughs) intentionally holding back even though you could just win the game and be like well the birds it's the the your go of of paper commander oh god (laughs) your go who who wouldn't even play such a thing (laughs) <laughs> draw go decks but yeah it, yeah i kind of like my my favorite thing is like coming up with restriction but then playing the deck that i brought based on that restriction as optimally as pop pop uh as as possible sometimes i'll do things that are as unoptimal just because like let's say seth says like if you let me live next turn i'm going to do something really sweet i might let him live even though it's not the correct thing to do but like just to bring it like a like a high power deck to you know, a lower power table and be like, I'm going to deliberately hold back. I don't know. I don't like that. I And I feel like that's something that can work for a game. Like, I certainly have had times where I tutor up a fun card rather than the best card. Yeah. But <clears throat> I feel like playing a deck like that consistently would get really old after a while. 
Like, I, I don't think I'd want to deal with that game after game. I think I'd rather just take some tutors out of my deck and <laughs> and not have to deal with that consideration right while I was actually, like, trying to have fun playing. Like the Belladros deck, you could have just tutored up Torment of Hailfire and killed everybody. But no, you decide to Draw uh, Falcon Punch uh, Krim into Infinity. I'm actually still <laughs> losing currently. Yeah. I'm still in that loop of losing. Moto's still processing the damage. And- that's that's actually a great example though, because even that I feel like, like am I am I doing the right thing here? Like should I just get torment of hellfire, cast it, the game is over, everyone's done? Is it fair for the rest of the table for me to be like I'm gonna do this thing that's gonna take a ton of clicks? And you're gonna have to sit here and watch me do it. Is that like self indulgent? Is it respectful? I actually don't know. Like the end result was cool, and I'm glad that I got to make the huge Nix Bloom Ancient, but. I don't know. Is it fair to the rest of you to have to sit? Is, is it like Paradox Engine or something where Sex. I'm like, uh-huh, like, watch me combo off for 10 minutes when I could have just killed you. <laughs> who would, who is would it storm fair off? to the rest of the table? I'm the only one that got hit for infinity damage. <laughs> so <laughs> Every, everyone else died, too. But it is, that, it that is, is a good true. point where you like you could choose like this is this is like the, the Richard, this kind of actually uh, plays into Richard's point where Richard was like. What if you just didn't tutor up the the most powerful thing? And in this situation, it was good. But I feel like if that was like a common thing with every single deck, it would get very like it's nice as like a rare thing. That is what I'm trying to say. If it's like a common thing where you like commonly have a powerful deck and a bunch of tutors to find whatever you need, and you intentionally use your tutors unoptimally every time, I wouldn't like it that much. What about like see like I mean I think that that's totally fine as long as it's not I don't know. It, I look at that a little bit like how Storm, when you play a Storm deck, it's like, is that fair? Like, you know, watch. I, I might I might win. I don't know. I might mess up my own combo. So, I, like, to, to what Seth's uh, point was earlier. So. I mean. Yeah. Is, no, is it Seth's true. point? Like, like, don't tutors allow for these strange, wonderful things? Like, there are a lot of decks possible now that weren't possible previously because... We have so many tutors, like playing mechanized production, um, playing like Bloodforged Battle Axe decks. Like I can only play those because I can tutor up my quote unquote commander that's not in my command zone. Right. So mm-hmm. if we remove all tutors, you also remove those kind of decks. And is that a net positive for the format or not? I I mean, preference wise, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. No hesitation. I kind of agree. I kind of agree with Krim here because to me, I, I think it's really cool. Like, like Seth had a wild parry deck that was really cool. Richard, you had a, a Bloodforge Balax deck that was really cool. I've tried to assemble Cauldra God knows how many times, <laughs> and I can only do that with tutoring. Like, I cannot. I can't only, or unless somebody gaunties me and gets incredibly lucky. Off the top, <laughs> I just yeah. Off so, your deck. so it's fine. There's strategies that are reliant on tutors, but we have to. It's such it's such a minority. Like it's like like point maybe one point one percent of the people who are using a lot of tutors in their decks are doing it for like these janky secret commander decks. And ninety like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it's like you know you're just you're just using it to set up like a really powerful combo and doing it as consistently as possible which is less interesting to me i think but yep and then every single game what? ends up being the exact same with your deck it it's like a i i had a you know like there there was 
an, oh, I had a friend that played the Orzov Aristocrats deck, and what's the enchantment where all creatures they had a Tasa deck, uh, and then and then they would just use that enchantment where all creatures became black, and then that just caused them to go infinite. It was like a very simple. It's like dark day. Not ah, I forgot. You know the enchantment I'm talking about. I know right? what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, and they would just go infinite, and it's just really easy because the whole deck is based off of just finding that one enchantment, right? And that's it. So and 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 that's why I think stuff like that and example goto is really bad for the format i i think part of it too is how broad or narrow the tutor is that's something that i think really impacts how i view the tutor i kind of like narrow tutors if you compare like demonic tutor which is just like get literally any card to something like fabricate that's like get an artifact or something that's even more narrow open the armory that gets an equipment like does that play does that play into it with you guys because i think for me i don't like the broadness of it i don't like the demonic tutor can get you a wrath to save you can get you the combo piece that you need to combo off can get you like an exsanguinate to finish the game or a targeted removal spell but if it's kind of limited and it fits with like the flavor of your deck then i'm a little bit more forgiving of like playing tutors i think is there is there really a I feel like almost all tutors in some way can get you your win condition, though. Like, 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 let's say Mystical Tutor isn't directly getting me my enchantment. I can definitely find a way to get it then, right? Like, an Enlightened Tutor, or just people think it's a joke, but, like, you know, like, sometimes I will just Mystical Tutor to get Enlightened Tutor to go and immediately get what I need, right? And, like, that's, that's it. <laughs> right? Like, and that's Tutor Central. So, like, unfortunately... I just yeah, that's why I just don't build them because I feel like tutors will always, eventually fall into that like that kind of gameplay. I, I don't think there are any narrow tutors like what an equipment tutor. Like we have like five of them, right? You want like a creature tutor? We have five the of game. them. Yeah, yeah, but they're, they're still narrow. There's just a lot of redundancy, mm-hmm. but it's still like the subset of cards but, you can get. Is but still like you would only narrow. put them in decks where you need the equipment or the enchantment or the sorcery. Right. So in, in that it sense, they're not one. You know, it's they're not that narrow, right? It's not like it's like I, I don't know, like I, they're like narrow trinket for mage like, or something, right? Like one CFC, yeah. six CFC. I, Even then, it gets what you want, right? Deck archetype. Like you're not yeah. gonna put a uh, equipment tutor in a deck that doesn't have any equipments, but yeah, like a demonic tutor you just oh, put in yeah? every deck, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the equipment's probably not gonna win you the game either. I guess. Unless it's Hel- <sighs> like, or is it? Hel- it has to be Hel- unless it's we, we, unless it's <laughs> not happy about this. <laughs> yeah. I'll play a lane tutor with like a land tax, a couple of equipment. Like, I feel like that's a pretty fair value use of a card like that compared to like index that aren't really using it to win the game. I don't even know if I could win the game with what I could tutor up with cards like that, but. I guess you still have the problem that it will be used unfairly. Maybe that's wrapping around to what we were talking about earlier. Like, maybe the edge case is those, like, you know, the jank deck that is doing this to do something cool when 95% of the time you're getting Kiki-Jiki, Splinter Twin, you know, whatever combo, Thassa's Oracle, and just, like, winning the game in an unfun way. I think another thing that that is important for tutors that I kind of appreciated uh, in the format is... Basically, saving like tutoring up removal, specifically removal instead of winning conditions. I find as the format you know progresses, evolves, and uh, must must answer threats 
become more and more commonplace where you need to find your specific answer as quickly as possible. Um, and just the sheer amount of diversity there, like you, there will be must answer enchantments, must answer artifacts, must answer graveyards even, must answer creatures, obviously. Uh, it's not feasible for most decks to be just like removal.deck where they have so much redundant pieces that they can have like, they can always like either draw or have already in their hands the right removal for any situation. And I feel like that's kind of the benefit of tutors where they kind of exasperate exasperate the issue where, you know, these must-have threats are be, are showing up so often because they're being tutored out um, and they're consistently there. But once they're there and you need to find an answer, I need to find my board wipe. Well, I don't have like eight board wipes in my deck. I have two board wipes. How am I going to find the board wipes when I need it? I'm going to tutor it out. Um, so that's kind of like the benefit of tutors if you're using it just to find your removal. Like without tutors... Uh, you would have to run a lot more removal spells, and that's also less fun too. Or oh, just more it? parts of your. Uh, I mean, if you if you hate if you hate fun, and you want to make sure people don't get to play ever. You can just play straight up control for all your decks. But if I'm like a janky deck and I want to win with I don't know Kithkin or whatever like that, but I, I'll still need a board wipe when when needed or whatever. I won't have a lot of them, but I having tutors to find the board wipe when I need it is going to be really really useful to me. Um, so I kind of feel like that's kind of a, a point in the favor of tutoring uh, but, when you're using it to not die. <laughs> but I mean, I, I think a, a point against tutoring is, I mean, now I feel like I have to make like deck choices, right? When I'm making my list, because where tutors are, I just then put, well, am I putting a sweeper in? Am I putting a threat in? Am I putting, you know, what, what am I going to fill this slot with? And I feel like I'm going into and like, I'm actually making more of a, you know, a decision process on the cards in my list. And that, to me, is fun, right? Like, I mean, because I, I, whereas a tutor will always be whatever I need it to be, right? So there's just like, sure, I, I don't really have to worry too much. But if I drop tutors and I play, well, a sweeper, well, now I'm going to be a little lighter on threats or something like that, which, you know, I'm okay with. But, like, the thing here is I personally like that, that part of deck building. So is that better? This is my question, right? Like we were talking about the format as originally designed. So singleton, right? No, like right. not a lot of redundancy, a lot of variance. If you take that to the extreme, what would you be doing, right? You'd be playing singleton decks, no card draw, one card a turn, play whatever is off the top. No card hope, draw? How dare you? Hope it's good you? enough, right? Like the, the idea of card draw is to get enough cards to reduce you variance, right? Yeah, to enact whatever you want to enact, right? Versus... Yeah play whatever the heck's off the top and hope it's what you needed, right? And right, right. So is it better to go back to the way, you know, the the people who thought up the format thought it would be, where we just play, like, low-powered, you know, if you have a crazy board, I hope that's a Wrath off the top or we're dead, right? And then if it's not, we're dead. Like, is that better? Or is it better to be tutoring and drawing I mean, lots of cards and making choices and things like that? Is Is that, I mean, just, like, playing off the top... Uh, to to quote Yu-Gi-Oh, right? I mean, <laughs> there is no wrong half of my deck, right? Like so, that means like it doesn't mean you have to be lower powered. I I think you can still have power there, uh, and I mean, I like the idea of just you know living off the top, you know, just drawing, hopefully drawing the right thing, the thrill of that. So all right, let me tell you, I've been playing Judd for many years. No, playing exactly. off the top sucks. <laughs> it yeah. sucks. It's terrible. But, 
it's, it's actually kind of interesting because like if if there were less tutors or no tutors in the format and if there was less card draw or no card draw in the format then there would be a high incentive for you to go uh for these every single card in your deck being super high impact and that kind of sounds to me like battle cruiser magic right like yeah you want your top deck to be a big game ending creature a big game ending flashy spell that like as soon as like you inversion. drop it people are like whoa that's <laughs> yeah i mean yeah <laughs> whatever floats your boat i guess um or good cards even um so so that kind of is like that kind of encapsulates uh, the initial draw of the format too where people were saying commander is the battle cruiser magic format I don't even know how true that is these days. I mean, yes, there are more flashy effects. And yes, like the curve is a little bit higher. But I think the longer like the format evolves and the more, you know, the average meta kind of creeps up, it's feeling more and more like legacy, like like legacy light where it's like, like, yeah, you just you want you want your like cheap cantrips. You want your cheap fast mana. You want like uh, your combo wins. And the idea of like just dropping like an eight eight that like blows up one non creature permanent on each battlefield and gets you four uh, forests or whatever is just like it's laughable these days. It's like that's not. It used to be like whoa, that's the epitome of battle cruiser, and now it's just like whatever. It's <laughs> whatever. I wheel you and I make sure you don't draw any cards, so you just discard your hand and I make a bunch of treasures. But G-G. isn't that correct though? Like look at this table. Like I'm the only one that plays actual battle cruiser magic. What? You guys play decks that hang with battle cruiser decks, right? But you don't play like big dirtily creatures <laughs> and like a, what? You, you just hang around and try to do like a five card combo or something like that, right? Like you guys are not slamming like eight eights and being like, I'm winning through combat. Like when's the last time any of you won through combat, right? Like Cloud Blazer gets there. Combat does not dictate battle cruiser magic. Come on. No, d- does battle cruiser magic encapsulate like spell slinger? Is, is that it ca- a no? Thing? It encapsulates planeswalker, big Timmy card, right? <laughs> oh, like Nico Bolas. Come on. Okay, okay, that come could on. be battle cruiser. You did the stats episode. I have zero combo wins. In my did, deck. I, did I not play a giant eight seven Hydra as my commander uh, last last the uh, commander clash episode? But you're not winning by attacking with that thing. You're you're, you're controlling not. the whole board with your tricky spells <laughs> and I then just closing it out. Right? It's like I saying Snapcaster beats. Is like an aggro deck, Yo, right? Esper aggro is real. That's what I said every like, time when I filled out my deck list. It's an 8-7 with Vigilance. It's hitting. It just so happens it's also going to make sure that it has a clear path towards hitting people to death. But my point is, like, I think Magic players today are well beyond Battle Cruiser phase, mm. right? Like, there are a lot of ways to play Magic, and I think most people take advantage of those, right? Like... I don't know that Bane Slayer Angel like lights up in people's eyes anymore, right? Like they're like, I don't care about that, right? I want the twelve mana, I win the game card, right? Or I want the four card combo, draw my whole deck, hit you for a thousand, right? So I think it's fine that we're beyond Battle Cruiser Magic. I don't know that you know it's the primary mode. Whereas if you look at like the old RC direction, like they they played Battle Cruiser Magic, right? They love that, right? Mm. And that was the original intent of the format. But does that does do you think that will hurt the long term health of the game if we move away from basically what the the format was first what what drew people to the format in the first place? 
like eventually if it does just become legacy light like it's straight up like we just copy whatever legacy decks do and we make 100 card singleton formats out of them and that's what everybody plays and there's no spa for battle and magic do you think the the format as a whole will just kind of like lose its appeal to most people Yes. I think yes. I, I think it definitely would. Although, uh, I don't know if that'll happen. Like, maybe that'll happen at the CEDH level or, like, high power level. But I think you're always going to have people who want to want to play it in their own way. Be that batter, Battlecruiser, Jank, Tribal decks, or, like, lower power decks. So, yes, I think if you wanted to turn commander and i think we're already there basically like cdh is already is already vintage like it, it's very close to like a vintage deck we don't even have to get any more cards to get to the point I where that's happening historic, right because yeah that's, that's where <laughs> I, I, yeah. oracle pact is right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i think it's on you as a player to like avoid that being how you play commander if that's not how you want to play I feel like yeah, I, that's 100% true because, like, Commander is for anybody's play style, right? Like, you can play high power, you can play low power. My my own concern is, like, I feel like the lower power end is slowly, like, shrinking slash going away. So where you want to play those style decks, like, that becomes less and less viable as the amount of people who actually have those decks and not, you know, upgrading with, like, 2020 Magic or whatever is is quickly evaporating. Uh, I feel like that end of the spectrum is going to go away, or I mean, the new the new low end is going to be what you know the meta what the high end was you know five years ago, right? Like it just shifts, and that's my main my main concern is like where where the initial appeal of Battle Cruiser Magic once was. It's just like it's just disappearing. It's just like you could play it that way, but you it's just nobody plays it anymore that way. So that's kind of that's kind of like the worry for me at least is like. How much of that do you think is because if you buy like a pre-con, you're buying a bunch of 2020 cards? Like maybe is the baseline way higher than it used to be for players who are just entering the format? Because if you're entering the format, you're probably using new pre-cons, cards that are legal and standard, Commander Legends, and your cards are just busted by default because they're way better than cards that were 10 years old. I mean, yeah, right? Like, I mean, when I got into the format, the only reason why I did it was because I just wanted to play Shadow Mage Infiltrator. But like it's it's terrible, right? Like I could never play Shadow Mage Infiltrator. So you could. Like, you like, could. That's the thing. Oh, I, mean, to... I, I could, but like literally anybody could open a 2019 Ford commander yeah. deck and just like pants me, right? Like, he's like, yeah, oh, where, right, is, cool. what, where are the tables where you can play Shadow Porn Shadowborn Infiltrator anymore? It's like they don't exist anymore. They used to exist. Yeah. Uh but not anymore. And, and I think, and like to kind of tie it all back, it gets. I, I think that just gets only worse with when with more tutors and more ways for people to just always find the win con. Or like here, Shadow Mage Infiltrator, cool, and Eternal Vampiric Tutor win the game next turn, right? Mm. Like so, uh, that that that's why I'm telling you, just opposition agents' little ability should just be attached to every creature. My dog agrees. That's why he's squeaking his toy a ton. <laughs> So, so Kremlin brings a good point. Okay, if we dislike tutoring, why do we dislike opposition agent? Should we have more opposition agents? 
Oh, I just Ooh. I wish it was a symmetrical. No. Yes. Like, I like I like symmetrical note note. Like I feel like the card's just too strong. Let's say and it was symmetrical. Not, you just like you would still it would still have the same impact, right? As the player playing it, you would tutor yeah. before you I just, opposition I, agent. I feel right? like the card is a bit too strong, but I don't really hate opposition agent. I wish it was a white card, and I, I think it's too strong of a card. But I, like, I don't see how opposition agent I, is too strong compared to everything else that's going on though. It's not because the, it's 2021 magic. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. The, so like, it just not even it being like it, it, it being a one-sided hate card. I don't even think that's bad. I think there should just be multiples of it so that this way people fear tutoring, right? Just like how you see me with open mana. Okay, I play a whole breacher, right? Like, or or any of those effects. Like people respect that card, right? And those cards because there's now a decent amount of those effects you put enough of these opposition agents into the format let's see how many people want a demonic tutor in an open mana right like here's here's the thing though here's the thing about opposition agent I, and i do agree it, about the symmetrical thing it, when you when you read opposition agent like the the place that you're coming from Graham, i agree with like having hate for demonic tutor or diabolic tutor is great the problem is opposition agent is really a like jank out your land drops card like that's what it is most of the time if it was only hitting demonic tutors sure like i think that would be cool but like oh i crack my fetch land so i can play my five color atagatag or something you're like haha gotcha no land drop this turn like that's what opposition agent really does is just punish you for trying to play magic rather than shutting down tutor if it was a non-land so if they're searching for a non-land card i think people would still hate it if it did the exact same thing but it was non-land yeah because it's really yeah because you not only got your demonic tutor stolen your opponent got the card which is like extra salty to you plus they have a three two Ah. body plus they're stopping your tutoring of the answer to opposition agent and so it's a it's getting a the land i feel is not that big of a deal like, i just yeah. feel like it was is too strong like i feel like if it was like five mana to for the same effect then it would be much easier to play around um and it would but be that less would make hateful. it unplayable <laughs> right? I, don't, like, I don't think a five mana opposition agent would be unplayable though i think that I, card would still be I, good. I think a five mana opposition agent that's also fused with the hull breacher is playable maybe but like <laughs> But like a five no, like, mana just straight up opposition agent, I don't think is playable. Even mind, even mind sensor is is, is definitely very good. But it's it's three, but it lets you. It doesn't steal the card. Sure. It doesn't <laughs> steal your opponent's card, and it lets you look at the top four still. Like it is, it is actually for three mana. It's still one of the best. I would say one of the best white creatures in the format. And I would I I jam it more and more often every single time. It's fantastic. It's just that. Opposition agent not only doesn't let you look at the top four, it doesn't let you take the card. You take the card. It's a two for one. Well, it's insane. Maybe, maybe and it's what, the what same did we take away from this? It's we the same mana away. cost. Why what is it the same mana? This we, is why, well, like, if it was five mana, I think it would actually be a fair card. Three mana, it's like absurd. I don't, I don't think like, the power level matters. It's it's just the counterspell effect with some salt yeah. rubbed yeah, in, but, right? But like yeah. you, you were denied your play. 
and then they got a little extra and you're extra salty about the it. Power right? level, <laughs> but the power level actually matters a whole lot because it means po popularity and power level correlate very strongly here. If, if po opposition Asian was less powerful, then you would see it less played because it would be less popular and therefore it would be less salty. You would be avoiding it more often. But the thing is that it's one of the strongest cards that came out in a very long time. So you're going to see it everywhere because why wouldn't you? It's a very powerful card. So because, that's because... why the salt is so high because chances are if you see a person playing a black deck chances are they have opposition agent it's like i, I adh rec has it like a like a 15 percent or something of all of all decks of all not just black decks. Yeah, yeah. Just let me check edh rec salt we just don't rankings. tutor then right yeah <laughs> i've never uh, but is it really that hard it doesn't even stop it. you from tutoring it stops your opponents from tutoring while you just True. load up on tutors too and it's how do like, we well, end up at an opposition agent podcast that cool? well but, but what about but that's that's why you don't see me run tutors i don't really care i don't really so well, well, that, I don't know if that's true though. Like, fetch lands. you play fetch lands. That's fine. You, you get, play fetch lands. You, you get my fetch like, land, and that, that's still pretty funny to me. I'm not gonna lie. If you, you got two for one, still is it still? If you play green, you play cultivates. Like that's something we haven't really green. talked about at all. Yeah. Is like, well, then it stops. Do you consider right? those effects tutors? Like, right. are those are those actually tutors? Because to me, that's very very different. Like. I do not consider a fetch land to be a tutor. I don't consider a rampant growth to be a tutor. Like to me, that's a that's an arcane signet. It's just doing it in a different way. It's no different than a, a mana rock that you'd play uh, just to twist on it. Though. Because if you are searching your library, it is a tutor. By that, I mean it depends on like what type of tutors we find unhealthy. Do we find a rampant growth uh, effect unhealthy for the format? Now, this is a question that like I, I know the RC actually Sheldon Menery is like one of the co-founders of Commander, and he is very much opposed to tutoring. Uh, he doesn't try to like restrict it on the format, but like that's one of the reasons why it's a 100-card singleton and why he personally avoids tutors in his own decks. But like rampant growth, I'm pr uh, like 99% sure he's he doesn't count that as a tutor as in terms of like what he doesn't like. So he runs those. Um, but so it gets it depends on, on what type of tutoring do you not uh, enjoy in the format. I feel like rampant growth is fine. I but mean, it would be I, really I don't funny. like ramp, so the thing here is I, I think that if there's anything to help slow green down from its ramp game, which it does very well, uh, I, it would, I'm, I'm it would nerf. Uh, it nerfs green a lot. Opposition Asian is the scariest against a green player, right? Like, just, it just is. Because, like, half all your, all your ramp are, options are going to be uh, now uh, ruined by Opposition Asian, potentially. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... like. It, is is that fun though? Like, is that what you it's want fun. Commander to be about? Do you want it? Like, they banned Iona. We just talked about them banning Iona because it's like, ha ha, I got this one person and blah blah blah. That's not fun. <laughs> like, isn't it just as unfun to be like, ha ha, green player? Like, <laughs> we'll play all of our mana rocks and have a game of Commander, and you can sit there and like play your forest and cry yes. each turn. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, on a three drop instead of a nine drop or well, whatever Iona is. I, like, I, really? Like, that's that's where we're heading. I'm I okay think with Iona though, right? I'm also okay with Iona. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. So, like, you're, you're talking to someone that is a-okay with that, right? It can also be solved with deck building, right? Like, right. you could, like, ideally, um, if, let's say, you were in a met, you're were a green player and you're in a meta full of opposition agents, you can diversify uh, your ramp package a little bit. Instead of just focusing entirely on ramp and growth effects, uh, you can have some ramp and growth effects, maybe some, like, a gruel signet or whatever, you know, some mana artifacts that are uh, allowing you to ramp as well, maybe some mana dorks as well, too. And when you have a diverse portfolio of ramp, 
if you get got on one aspect of it, well, chances are you're not totally blown out. But I mean, I don't think that's a that's a realistic uh, solution to this this situation, though, because you can't just tell commander players you're building your decks wrong. Now build it this way and and expect like a, a warm reception there. Like people are going to be like, I've always ran all these rampant growth effects. If you're t- if you're running like if you're printing a thousand opposition agent effects, that's not that's no longer fun for me. And like, yeah, sure, I could build differently, but I've never built it differently. And I don't want to. But um, you see, that's but isn't that the fun in just card games in general, though? The deck building part of it and adapting to like whatever challenges are thrown to your deck. Maybe I think that's fun for spikes, not yeah. casuals, maybe, right? Maybe. Like, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> like when I sit down in a one v one match and you want to stacks grind me to the ground, I'm like, okay. Well, stacks is different. I think stacks this is, is the same, right? You're, you're basically stacking people their their searching ability and. They're it's like, I guess now. I could do this, but I didn't sign up to sit here and grind through this game. I wanted to play some cool spells and call it a day, right? So I, I think that's the difference, but, right? But play some cool spells. I feel like the thing also just common in Commander is like also like, hey, we all just want to play this game of Solitaire faster than everyone else. I think that's what everyone's idea of Commander is. When I when it's like, I love having interaction. I think being able to like interact with people's like game plan is fun. Right. And like throwing a few wrenches into their plan is fun. So like a few I, wrenches, a sense. few wrenches, just some minor <laughs> like, like complications. What was that thing where like if we ever played a creature for charity, the same color and we oh, all lethal just, like, vapor, no, uh, not lethal yeah. vapors, a <laughs> spreading one. plague. You're just awful. Yeah. It's awful. But but like, see, like, I think like that, that <laughs> people have this idea that like it's commanders should just be hey i'm gonna do this 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 and we're gonna just hope that we commit or we do our game plan faster than the other people and i think that that also is weird because like i don't know i don't you want to interact in magic don't you want to like no instant speed spells for a reason you know no one wants interaction crib (laughs) you want to do your cool stuff stuff and you want them to interact but then you want to stop their interaction right but they you don't want them to like actually counter your stuff right you want them to counter your stuff and then you like veil a summer. Right? I, like, I, I want them to I definitely I think maybe because and once again this is probably preference and playstyle, I want people to interact with me. I want them to stop my game plan. I'm the villain the, that the gives spike you, mindset, right? And but, if you play that CDH table and you stack someone, they'll have a blink an eye. They're all ready for it. They all know it's coming and they all I, accept but it. But like I think that might be I guess slightly spiky, but to be honest with you, I feel like I'm so far from the spike spectrum. From the way mm-hmm. I like, because like I just build really like like just loose decks. Because like, why am I playing a bunch of one for ones, right? Okay, we, we we need Bizarro World where you come with a jank tribal deck and I'll come with mana drain counterbalance top, and I get those pieces down before you deploy your pieces and you tell me how fun the deck is, <laughs> right? Like, but I like that though. See, I think that's the difference. I like that. I, I like, I, but I it's weird because I don't. But you didn't get to play your deck, right? You built this whole deck. You didn't get to play, but it. I but I would like to try I mean, to get around because you are now presenting a puzzle for me to now try to solve, right? Like that's okay. a CDH and, mindset. Like when I yeah, play CDH, CDH, when you when you Draneth Magistrate me and my deck is revolving around Draneth Magistrate, <laughs> I'm not thinking like, oh, I'm 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 screwed out of uh, out of playing the game. I'm thinking like, okay, well, how how am I going to get around this? Who is this screwing over the most? Is this something that I want to waste a removal spell, or do I want to bide my time and you know prepare the perfect board state? Maybe force somebody else to get rid of the magistrate, and then I'll go off, and then I can actually work with the stacks pieces instead of 
being antagonized by it. But that's that's a different mindset. When you're but, in a casual game, you're like, all right, I just built this CDH. janky deck. I want to see the janky deck do its little thing. Oh, I guess I'm not allowed to play the game. Um, I hate but, everything, and I regret sitting down and playing this board game with you. But see, like, I, I, like example, like I, in Catan, I just purposely cut my friends off of Longest Road for fun. Of course, like, you do. Of course I, I don't. You do. I don't even have anything to do. It's like you don't get to have longest. So run. much. Yeah. I, I think we also got to remember too that like we're the the one percent of Magic players. Like if we have a game of Commander where we get stacks out, we just play another game of Commander. Like a lot of Commander players, maybe they get once a week where they can get away from school or job or family to like go have a game with their friends. And I assume that you don't want to have your like commander night out with your friends and it's like you get stacks out of the game every week like that that doesn't sound like what we would want the broader format to be about I don't think like maybe it works for us because we're the the one percent of most enfranchised players who also are like somewhat spiky and play tournaments on occasion and whatnot but I don't think that works for the average commander player I also think okay. we've, we're, we've we're also so like, far so off topic far, yeah I was about uh, to say it's like Maybe we should even rename this. this how? How? Thing. Okay, we don't. Okay, let's let's just pretend we don't like opposition agent. How would we fix tutoring? Like, what is the next Watsy anti tutor card, if any? Or what tutor should they print such that we're happy with how they tutor? I don't. I don't think that they need to print a better, a safer tutor because there will always be all these tutors that exist in the format. I, I legitimately think the the fix is to have more cards that you can counter tutors with by just like example playing cards that you were already going to play. So like creatures, whatever, planeswalkers that prevent like searching like Ashiok, stuff like that. I think just stuff like that should already exist and more of it. I would be okay with that if it accepted lands. Like if there was an exception for lands, I might get behind it because I'm fine with, I'm fine with hating on people tutoring up their combos and whatnot. But I feel like hating on people that are just trying to like ramp into their big Timmy creature because they played a format staple and cultivate is is not what I want to see. So if we want to print more Ashioks and more opposition agents. I would really like them to say non-land uh, rather than just hit on any card. I totally agree with Seth. Like, I've always been, for for like years, literally years, I've been an advocate of like trying to find ways of stopping green ramp to be so prolific and so much better than every other color. And like, I, I'm a big, like, MLD is absolutely fine. It's a good way to solve you know, green ramp and everything like that. But when you actually talk to, you know, the average player base, they don't want to deal with that sort of stuff. It's not fun for them. So I don't feel like that is is a good solution. So I think finding more ways to uh, stop tutoring very effectively and making it appealing enough, not as good as opposition agent, obviously, maybe a five-mana version that omitted lands, I think would be really good for the format, and I think I don't think it would be it would it would be as salt inducing because yeah, like I I would love I would love some ways to nerf land ramp in green. I would really love to have it, but I can't think of like anti tutoring as a fun solution that people who are green players would actually enjoy playing against. So I think anti tutoring would be really cool for the format. But so I, I disagree lands. with you guys on anti tutoring because it's not. Like, in a vacuum, it seems fine, but what's really going to happen is you play Hull Breacher. 
right? And then you're like, oh my God, someone remove hull breacher. Don't worry, it's like a, what, a two, three, a three, two, whatever, we can remove it, right? Lightning bolt. And then they slap down the anti-tutoring card. And then you're like, okay, now we're screwed, right? Like no one just plays it fairly. They layer the stacks pieces on until you do nothing. So I actually don't want wizards to make any more like stacks pieces. Like I think a plain counter spell does the job. Like if you're really scared, just like counter spell and call it a day. But this is blue. But, Only blue can counter spell. But like counter spells <laughs> and one for ones in a multiplayer format, right? So it has to yeah. be good enough to so that it can counter and fight a table. But you also but you're blue. <laughs> it's like just counter it. Well, what about the other four colors? What about the other three players? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like the you know, other two players, you counter one person, like example, like then it's like, all right, well, the other two players will then push through, right? So you do need to play stuff that is efficient. And it's like why Planeswalkers were are like, are like kind of bad in Commander, right? Outside of like Teferi, most of them, like they get killed immediately, right? Because there's two other players. So I think counter spells and like one for ones need to be able to like hang with a multiplayer pod. What, what about symmetrical tutors, which Watsi has been trying to go down like scheming symmetry where you and target opponent vampire tutor at sorcery speed or wish claw talisman where you tutor but then your opponent can tutor on their turn theoretically you get a threat your opponent gets an answer and you net out but i i do like those tutors like of the recent tutors i think like the the scheming symmetry is like really fun it's really cool but oftentimes i find i i think that like you will lose before the person you gave the tutor to. <laughs> They're not getting an answer. They're getting their wing con. And they're giving yeah, it first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the problem. It's like I'll, I'll have an yeah, answer. Yeah, no one plays them fairly. <laughs> no, no one plays them fairly. That's the thing. Like players are, they know. Like you don't activate your wish claw talisman until you're getting the combo piece to right. win the game, because then you get around the drawback, or you don't cast scheming symmetry unless you were like have a way to draw the card and it's your combo piece and you win the game. So I feel like. While I like the idea, in practice, I feel like they just end up being either unplayed, or if they are played, they're played in decks that can turn them into a demonic tutor, essentially. Right. Like, I don't know anyone that just plays them for value, and it's like, oh, it'll be fun. I'll let everyone tutor, like, group hug tutoring or whatever. <laughs> yeah, everyone. There's some weirdos out there. Me. There's some weirdos out there. <laughs> I'm doing everything wrong. <laughs> I'm trying I, to kill like, them. No <laughs> win cause. I just play uh, scheming symmetry and everything. So, question. So, so there's anti anti tutoring hate, uh, and then there's symmetrical tutoring hate, or symmetrical tutors. Do we just not want more tutors in the format, or what are we trying to tell? If we, if we had to tell Wizards of the Coast right now uh, our thoughts on tutoring and going forward in future products, what would we what would we suggest to them? What would we advise them? Do we want more tutors, or do we want specific tutors, or what kind of tutors do we want? How about no more tutors? Like, 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 just no, because we already have so many, right? Like, we already have so many. We don't need more of them. I feel like we have so many that it doesn't matter. True. Like, they're not going to put something better than Demonic Tutor and Vampiric Tutor, and you already have Diabolic Tutor and Skimmy Symmetry and Wish Call Tally. Like, Do you know what year this is, Seth? This is 2021. <laughs> you think they're not going to beat they... Demonic Tutor and Vampiric Tutor? Are you going to hold yourself to that? I will hold myself to that. I think they will invalidate a lot years, of cards. How many years but do you I, think they're gonna they're gonna print a better demonic tutor event? I'll, I'll take that bet. I'll take that bet right I, now. All right, you're you're on. <laughs> Shake on it. Commander Legends too. But, <laughs> but really, like 
I don't want them to pick tutors that are better than the tutors we already have. But I feel like we have so many already that it doesn't matter. And I feel like there have been some decent-ish tutors. Like the the snow one, the three-mana one that gets like snaga, sagas Snug. and snow stuff. It's snagas. <laughs> the snaga tutor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I, I feel like... Things like that are fine, right? Those, like, those, does that actually... That card's amazing. Does that actually have a negative impact on the format? So if they do print them, I hope they're more more along those lines, where they're tutoring for a narrow subset of relatively bad cards, uh, rather than broad tutor. It's legendary cards in a format yeah, it, about legendaries. You can get a legendary, and you gain life yeah, <laughs> while you're mean, at whatever. it. But, <laughs> you but I, I think Chariot Glory is like one of the best white cards they printed in like the last year, which is saying... Well, yeah. not saying a lot, but it's saying yeah. something. Um, <laughs> All right, maybe maybe I'm undervaluing that. But I would rather see narrow tutors and not tutors that are better than uh, the tutors we already have or broad tutors that are cheap and can get anything. More like, tutors uh, and things whites. better than Diabolic Tutor are are off are off limits. What about this? You you print you print tutors, but you only print them in white. Because white's not allowed to draw cards, right? So what if they're just and white doesn't have anything instead. good to tutor up. So <laughs> yeah, what you get you've skin? actually just wasted deck slots. <laughs> oh, I'm done with this podcast, you guys. <laughs> guys Rich, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> Look, I play like almost only white, and I feel there are way too many tutors in white. <laughs> right? We, there's so many ways to get equipment. That's why I don't buy this narrow. Like you could be like, it's a tutor that fetches like a bird. And only a bird. And I'm like, I have a home for that, right? And yeah. eventually, they'll make Toski Bird. And you'll want it in every single deck, right? God. Even if you're not playing Bird Tribal, right? So, like, tutors just keep the power open for all infinity. So maybe today, there's nothing good to tutor up. But tomorrow, there will be, right? Or next year, right? Or, you know, maybe it's only one tutor today. But add that to the next tutor they do tomorrow. And the next tutor the next set. And then you have, like, five tutors, so I'm actually fine with what they have right now. Just just cut it off. No more tutors. <laughs> like don't don't print opposition agents. No one likes that. But just like don't add more tutors such that we need more opposition agents, right? I, like I just like just wean us off this high powered <laughs> thing. And I don't know. Like we, we have different tutors, right? Like they have the look at the top six cards and choose one tutor, mm -hmm. right? That's that's also a type of tutor. Uh look at the top card and do something, right? So they're doing different things, but I don't know. I, I think we're, we're a bit too consistent nowadays, even in white. Uh, so I don't really want to see more of that. It's, uh, <laughs> it's also just not fun <laughs> in, in paper. It's white. also just not fun resolving. It, yeah, it takes time. Paper. Right? I the hate Fetchland it. argument, right? I hate it. Every single time I have to tutor something, I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to have to search my library, which is a hundred <laughs> card stack, and then I have to yeah. shuffle it. And I have to shuffle it well, right? You can't just like... Mash, mash, and you're and good. Up. You have to like go That's at it. That's the worst it, for me. And yeah. you have to waste like you're like all right. So like most of the time when I'm playing a paper deck, I'm, I'm like I crack a fetch land. I'm gonna get a breeding pool. Is that okay, guys? Like pretend I already have the breeding pool. I'm going to use the breeding pool for whatever mana. And then when I pass the turn, basically until my next freaking turn cycle, I'm just shuffling and getting the breeding pool and doing all that stupid busy work and it's dumb i don't like it and if you print more good tutors and i have to i'm more obligated to run more of this nonsense and spend most of my time in this game just going like this <laughs> the entire freaking game Isn't i don't that wanna. magic 99 percent shuffling so. yeah you just don't want to shuffle anymore Some, and then dumb. when you don't shuffle your deck you shuffle your hand just because right <laughs> like that's it <laughs> yeah, you just i think i think <clears throat> 
I think my big message would be to play groups though more than wizards because wizards like they're gonna wizard gonna and if they think the a, that's what they that's if they think a demonic tutor a better demonic tutor is gonna sell a commander deck they're gonna print a better demonic tutor Joel like I, I know tutor, that's where it's going it. it's free if your commander is out yeah. <laughs> if you gotta if you gotta play group try playing with less tutors because I have found commander to be way more enjoyable and it's counterintuitive. Like like I said, when I first started playing, I played so many of them, and I thought that's how you were supposed to play. I thought that's what would make Commander the most fun. But it's just slowly decreased until I play very few now, and I have found Commander to be much more fun when I have uh, exercised self-control, I guess, and minimized the number of tutors that, that I have played. So I think it's something that players can do and should do and, uh, and give it a shot, because I think you might find your you know weekly Commander game or whatever you're doing to be more enjoyable when you're not just constantly tutoring up your best card and your combo pieces. It's it's true. It's true. It, it lets you it lets you run the weaker cards again, right? Like why would you run a coastal piracy effect if you could just if you just have Toski in your in your library and instead of running, you know, coastal piracy 2 or 3, which are slightly worse but still do the same thing, you just run Toski and then you run like four more tutors to find Toski every single time instead of finding the weaker ones. Like, why wouldn't you? So it allows you, once you take out the tutors, it allows you to run some of these cards that you just don't have access to anymore. Well, you do have access to them, but like, why would the, why the heck would you run them? I see your observation, but I reached the same conclusion. <laughs> this tutoring is what allows you to play birds, which allows you to play <laughs> Kithkin, right? Like you're not playing birds, you're playing Toski with Kithkin. You're playing Toski with yeah, birds. Right. That's how you actually like if you remove the tutoring and you remove the Toski, I couldn't play birds, right? What I have to do I'd have to play Merfolk. Mission. You had You'd have to play piracy. like real cards, right? The the tutoring yeah. lets you bring up <laughs> oh. the power of the bad cards, right? Uh, is that an argument in favor of birds though or like um, is it in favor of tutors or against birds like i think i don't know it feels like against the odds where it's like oh if you blood moon lock someone sure you can pull off any janky eight mana win condition but did you actually win with coalition victory or whatever or did you win with blood moon and you're just deceiving yourself into thinking you did something cool no i no right i, I think you are with like because you could tutor up the toski you could tutor up a bird like it lets you play lower powered cards because your tutors power up your higher powered cards, right? Which I think is good. What you don't want is your high powered decks tutoring up their high powered finishers and finishing the game, right? But this lets you play, I would argue, the truer form of commander where you're playing cards that don't have a home anywhere else and you're able to play them in commander because it's lower powered, because there's four players and you know there's less consistency, you can get away with this stuff. Right. And the tutors are just the extra little you need to play, say, birds. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd have to play like elementals or merfolk or zombies whose cards are actually good. All, right? I'm, all I'm hearing is now I need now on my bucket list for Commander Clash, I'm going to win with bird tribal with no tutors in it. Just you, want, you, think, you think that's no, no, not no, doable? That's, that's not what you're supposed to take out of this. You're supposed to take that if you add Toski to uh, Moonfolk. 
You'll get that. That, that, is, that should be your take. Toski and Abudmulkman instantly up in a power level. We can now find out, is it Toski or is it? Because like, if Moon, Moonfolk can win with Toski, then that I've already me. won with Patron of the Moon. That's what everybody is like, oh, you should add green. Who? Because did you what hear card? this card called AC and Tet Yovo, which is really good with Moonfolk? I, I'm aware. I'm aware that good cards make the deck better. I'm aware. But I want to play a Moonfolk deck. What like, a concept. <laughs> wow <laughs> no i have but, never known about this thank you very much uh, okay so i had, a, I, I had I, a question for you because this is kind of riffing on, off seth's point um on like just taking out your tutors and seeing if that would be good for your, your play group there was like a concept that i had i don't know if we've ever played it in commander clash but we've been we've been like doing this for six years we probably have played it at some point what about like a variant commander game called like like tutorless commander where the only cards that are restricted are no cards that say search your library. So that means no rampant growth, no fetch lands, no demonic tutor, no no prime time, no none of those things. Uh, everything like those are off the table. Would that be something that that you would be interested in playing? Like not as a normal thing, but as like a special game variant. Hundred percent, yes. I would love Which to play like, absolutely This sounds not. very unappealing. To, this sounds like what? proper commander. <laughs> what? Proper commander. <laughs> that sounds like, like so much fun. Uh, I think I'm convinced. I, I went into this podcast being like, yeah, we have too many tutors. Now I'm like, do I we really want to play, play with this group anymore? <laughs> I don't think we want more tutors. I think we need a little less, but I don't know about zero tutors. I feel a deck should have like three to four tutors and like, that's it. Yeah, right? they're called like, Fetchlands. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would try it for an episode of Commander Clash, but I feel like it would hit on cards that I liked along with the few cards that I don't like. Like, getting rid of Demonic Tutor, great, but hitting on Ramp, hitting on Magda, hitting on, you know, Burnished Heart. There's like a, there's a lot of cards that I enjoy that happen to say Search Your Library, so I would try it, but I, I don't know if I would like that to be like an actual direction. Like, like think the about format. the last time you were out of cards and you're playing off the top of your deck and you had no options, like you had no decisions, right? Whatever you do, you're going to play it because like you have just nothing better to do. Draw. Every single tutor card you, you had in the deck, you just add a card draw spell instead. But, but, but you don't have the, you're just at the whim of the top of your deck, which could be fun for some people. It's strong card draw. The top of your deck is but card draw. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't play off the top of my deck like that. Richard Literally, like half my budget deck. In half heart my of budget the That's because you're drawing Kithkin. Yeah, half my budget decks have like <laughs> one or two. Like if I'm at extreme budget levels, one or two tutors per budget deck, and they function just fine. You just run more card draw. That's all. Yeah, but then you if you run card draw, you can't you play creatures. <laughs> Creatures are overrated. And, and I, I also would not want no tutors. Like, I, I'm kind of like Richard. Three or four is a little high for me, but I'm kind of in the, like, one to two tutors. Because, like, wrapping way back around to the beginning of this podcast, when Tomer mentioned, like, it actually feels really good when you're about to die and you, like, tutor up a wrath or you get the removal spell to get rid of something. Tutors can do good things as well. So... I do usually include a small number of them and hopefully use them in a way that's overall fun for the table in the game. Uh, I guess I also don't play a lot of two-card combo decks, so it's not like I'm tutoring up my missing combo piece usually. But I think the format would be worse if we had zero tutors. I do. I think zero tutors would make it worse. But I also think that playing five, ten tutors per deck 
makes the format worse. So uh, there's a sweet spot in the middle, but I don't know how you can legislate that into the game. Like, like how can you like only allowed to play one thing that says search your library? <laughs> the new opposition. Yeah, yeah, the I don't know search your library for, for the fourth time this game they lose. Or the game. it's like search. Your, you can only search your library for lane cards. You know, and then that allows it allows fetch lanes, allows rampant growth effects, and all that stuff. It allows crop rotation. Allows crop rotation. Allows <laughs> all those things. Yeah. Still has a lot of power for two. I don't know. I like the idea of like a two, like absolutely no searching whatsoever. Because it's like imagine you just with your paper deck and you never have to shuffle your library in a single time the entire game. Oh my god. That sounds like actual heaven. But, but don't you think that lowers the power level too? Like when I think about that, I think yeah. that just takes my like level five deck and makes it like level three or something. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, why, why am I doing this, right? Like, what is the point? Because but, it, but it, it would run like that th across the table. So it kind of still yeah. balances itself out, right? It lowers everybody's power, but it also <laughs> opens up all this new room where it's like, well, I had two board wipes, and now two is not enough if I don't have tutor effects. So now I'm going to have to find a third. So it's not just going to be like Cyclonic Rift and, I don't know, on, Undo Inversion. Now I have to actually go a little bit deeper. Maybe I grab an Hour of Revelation or something. What a neat <laughs> concept. <laughs> I don't think it does hit everyone equally, though. Like, it's if you're playing Atraxas... If you're playing Atraxa Super Friends and your deck is just a ton of redundant planeswalkers that are all, you know, very high powered cards, what do you need tutors for? All your card, like your card quality is very, very high. If you're playing birds and your one good card is Toski, <laughs> like <laughs> then you really need to have access to it. So I feel like it would hit different archetypes and maybe it would push people to playing more like busted 2020 cards because you got to make sure every one of them counts. So maybe you just see more busted 2020 stuff to make up for the fact that you can't, you know, tutor up your few good cards and play a bunch of bad cards. No, I, 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 think, I think it actually hurts. I, hurt, I think it hurts Super Friends way more than it hurts Bird Tribal because that means like, like you're not going to, you can't tutor up your doubling season all the time, which is going to just like straight up win you in the game. Your Diplo Skate, you can't just tutor it up all the time. Your Teferi's Veil combo all the time. Ignite. It basically like erects combo decks. So basically, any the the stronger your finisher is, the the more more powerful a tutor ability to assemble your finisher is. And I don't think Toski is like the the single savior of bird tribal. Like, how many effects do we have? There's no tutor effects Toski? for Toski, by the way. What? <laughs> right? Like, I, well, I guess you tutor. could play them, but you could play like blue white birds, and there's no creature tutors, right? Like, yeah, there's enough redundancy. There's enough coastal piracy. Yeah. Biden of Thassa, it's not going to kill the bird tribal deck. But that's what I'm have... saying. Like, no tutors doesn't fix that problem, right? I can still have like eight Toski effects in my deck. Maybe not like maybe like four or five. Right. Right. Like there's enough redundancy that that in itself doesn't solve that. It, right? oh, but it does solve the that there's only one menace. deep glow skate, right? Yeah. There's one deep glow skate, right? So that does hit on that a lot harder. Yeah. It won't kill the bird menace. Like we're not trying to find a way to counter bird tribal. It's more like this everybody's this, this everybody's combo finisher that they're all tutoring up and, and assembling as quickly as possible. These ones are going to be far less efficient. Green decks, if we're avoiding uh, lands, uh, green decks are going to now have to diversify their ramp package too. They still have, they're still have the best ramp. They still have mana dorks. They still have access to the exact same mana rocks as every other color. But they have, in, in addition to that, they have the mana dorks and they have, uh, I don't know what else. Eh, whatever. Let's screw green. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they have mana dorks and mana rocks, is what I'm trying to say. They're fine. <laughs> They'll be okay. 
yeah. guess it put lanes from your hand onto the battlefield, like burgeoning exploration and whatnot, is still available. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I think we covered it. I think I think that was a good a good length for a podcast. I would say. Uh, we're probably hitting around the one hour mark uh, after my editing magic. Um, so I hope you enjoyed our take on tutoring. And if you have your own takes on tutoring, uh, let us know in the comments section below. And also, we're kind of changing up Clash Mail going forward. Before we ask you to send us a tweet, hashtag Clash Mail, uh, to ask us a question that we're going to be answering on the podcast. Uh, we're going to be changing that up a little bit. Uh, instead of answering your question on the podcast, what you should be doing is, is giving us a topic that we'll just cover for a future podcast because, you know, answering the question would take a lot of extra time. And we're trying to shorten things down. So in the future, Clash Mail, still do the same thing. Uh, hashtag Clash Mail over on Twitter. Tweet that at us. And then ask us about a topic that you want to see covered in a future podcast. We, we're open to everything. Um, so yeah, that's it for our show, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. Please like, subscribe, share, do all those things. Helps out the channel growing and all that good stuff. And until next time, friends, see ya.